0: I'm Amy Timmerman. I'm Lisa Damaris. And this is Appraiser Talk, the show where I ask Lisa, the Vice President of Appraisal Issues at the Appraisal Foundation, your appraisal questions. We answer questions from every corner of the appraisal profession, from consumers to appraisers and real estate to business valuation. Welcome to today's episode. Lisa, I think this week's question calls for our very first special guest. We're going to bring in guests from time to time to help us answer questions and talk about important issues in the appraisal industry. Yeah, that's a great idea. So let's introduce our very first special guest on the podcast, the Appraisal Foundation President, Dave Button. Hi, Dave. Thanks for being with us today.
1: Hi, Lisa and Amy, and thanks for having me. Listen, congratulations to the both of you on this new podcast. I think it's really going to be popular with appraisers.
0: Hey, Dave. We have a question that would be perfect for you to help us answer. And as someone who joined the foundation last year, this is one you covered for me during my interview process. Why isn't the federal government in charge of writing these standards?
1: Well, that's a good question. You know, in the mid-1980s, we had the savings and loan crisis, uh, and and it really uh, had a major hit on the deposit insurance fund. Congress had several hearings to ensure that this would not occur again. And they noticed that any accountants who had gotten into trouble, you could report them to the boards of accountancy. Any attorneys could be reported to the Bar Association. But appraisers who were determining the the value of the underlying loan collateral, there was no regulatory system in place. In fact, if memory serves me, I think Louisiana was the only state that had an appraiser regulatory agency in place. So Congress decided to, uh, they proposed having a federal appraisal agency, and that federal appraisal agency would issue certificates, and an appraiser could practice in any one of the 50 states and five territories. Here's the issue, though. This occurred in the second term of President Ronald Reagan, and that was the era of, let's reduce the size of the federal government. So that proposal never really got to first base. So they said, well, what else can we do? And that's when they looked to the private sector. This is in 1988. The foundation was just created in November of 1987, modeled after the Financial Accounting Foundation, which is the parent organization of of FASB. But they cobbled together the appraisal regulatory system that we have today, which is private sector expertise, the issuance of credentials and disciplinary action at the state level, and then some type of uh, federal review and, and monitoring or oversight, depending on which entity that that you're dealing with there. Uh, The idea of having practitioners be the authors of standards seems to make a lot of sense to me. They are certainly closest to the issues of the day. They also aren't subject to a lot of the government regulations, the Paperwork Reduction Act, and all the requirements that that government agencies typically need to do if they're going to have a survey or issue uh, proposed regulations. It makes us much more nimble, Uh, and a good example of that would be after uh, President uh, Trump issued the National Declaration of Emergency last March regarding COVID. And within a week, our Standards Board and Qualification Board had each issued guidance, to. appraisers as a result of this changing environment with the the national emergency. I think that was a testament to how the private sector can be very, very responsive. It's also interesting that in recent years, Congress has looked to private solutions whenever there has been a crisis. Obviously, the foundation with the savings and loan crisis in the mid 1980s. We also had the the audit crisis of 2000 to 2002. Many of you may remember that. That is where the accounting firm of Arthur Anderson was involved with the corporation known as Enron. And there just wasn't enough independence among the audit world. So Congress then decided that they need to have better standards and enforcement of auditors. And they created a private organization that is structured exactly like the Appraisal Foundation called the Public Company Accounting Oversight Board, PCAOB. And it's based right here in Washington, D.C., and they are the standard setter for the audit world. Then several years later, we had another crisis. We had the housing crisis, 2007, 2008. And in looking at that, Congress realized that, that mortgage brokers were unregulated and were, were a major part of the problem there. So they created, through the SAFE Act, the Na- Nationwide Mortgage Licensing System, or NMLS, in 2008, also a not-for-profit organization. So, I think that between the accountants, which I mentioned earlier, the Financial Accounting Foundation, which was created in 72, plus the Appraisal Foundation, the public audit thing, the mortgage brokers, more and more, that seems to be a solution that doesn't require a lot of government funds, but also seems to be quite effective. Just to remind people that since we received our congressional authority in 1989, the only thing that's happened is our authority has actually increased in 2010, we now also write the qualifications uh, for licensed appraisers as well. So it's a very interesting dynamic there.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you, Dave, for being our very first guest here on Appraiser Talk. We hope you'll tune in each week to Appraiser Talk. You can send in your questions to me at Amy a m y at appraisalfoundation.org and you might just hear us answer it in a future episode and don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode appraiser talk is available on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast